Hey, what's happening, Wrestling World, uh, Wrestling Nation? Uh, again, thanks for your support. Ward Wrestling Live here. Uh, we have another incredible wrestling mind uh, right here with us. He's a coach now, but uh, he was a pretty, pretty good ass kicker himself. Uh, he was a he's an assistant now at Virginia Tech. He spent the last three seasons at Northwestern. Uh, he wrestled at Oklahoma, where he was a Big 12 champ, four-time All-American in the 2015. He took the crown. What weight class? 133. 133. Wow, that's a beast class, too. So good for you. He's from the uh, Barbecue City, Kansas City, Missouri, and uh, he's here with us. Coach Cody Brewer. Hey, man, welcome. Thanks so much for coming on. It's an absolute honor to meet you. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, I was I was pretty uh, pretty stoked when uh, Jared sent me the uh, the email. He's like, hey, man, set him up. Like, All right. <laughs> yep. And uh, and hooked it up and and here we are. And uh, man, I'm so glad you came on. So I mean, first things first, we're obviously in a in some times that I don't. This country's never been in, probably most likely. I don't think I haven't done my history thing, but I don't yeah. recall. And uh, I don't recall that we'll ever go through it again. I don't recall. I don't. I don't <laughs> think. I'm sorry. I don't think it'll ever happen again. It's just historic times. But. Um, Man, talk about the effect it's had on kind of your life and your transition and and getting over to Virginia Tech and then starting to meet the kids and kind of do what you do to recruit. I mean, how has it yeah. kind of affected you? Yeah, it's um yeah, it's been crazy, right? I don't I don't think uh even when people got the flu back in the day, I think it was just survival to fit us at that point. Nobody really quarantined or shut down. Um <laughs> right. it's good thing they probably are doing that because it, it caught like wildfire there for a while. Um, and yeah, it, it was, uh, it was good. At least I got the season at Virginia tech. I should say, um, that we did have one season together and, and that the time was, was good. And it's funny because we talk about it and, um, you know, it happens one week later, you know, the NCAA tournament happens. Everybody's probably like, Oh, well, we'll go into quarantine now or do whatever, but <laughs> yeah. you know, you don't, you wrestle a whole season and, and get to March and go through your conference tournament and you're a week away and then they shut everything down. So uh, I think that was tough on the guys and, and tough on us as a staff, but I, I think for the kids more than anything, I remember they were really, really close to finishing there and then kind of gets shut down. And I remember talking to coach Freer about it when the, you know, when the NBA got shut down, I knew we were in trouble. <laughs> you get a, you know, huge organization like the NBA is like, eh, we're done and everybody else is done. So it's like, Oh, there goes, there goes a week left of college wrestling. So um, unfortunate, you know, I think if we got it, you know, it happens in January or December, you know, maybe it's a little different. The guys are probably like, well, you know, we didn't get a real chance. Maybe we had a month or two of wrestling and then, you know, it got postponed or whatever. Or it, it didn't happen. But like I said, you get to about a week and a half away and that's what, that's what makes it tough. So, um, but you know, it, it's been just something we can't control and, and something we got to go through right now and, and kind of figure out for, you know, ways for our guys to get better and, and, and just keep rolling forward. It's kind of unusual times, but. Yeah, I think uh, initially, you know, I think initially we were shut down just to let hospitals and doctors catch their breath and they caught their breath and got back open. Now it's kind of ramping up a little bit again, but yeah, I mean, I, I guess the whole thing is it can be passed through bodily fluid. So obviously basketball is a contact sport and uh, so is wrestling. There's nothing, <laughs> yeah. nothing about it. That's not a contact sport. So Right. So, yeah. We'll see. We'll get through it. Um, like I said, uh, you know, my wife is, is, is a little more strict than most. So my kids have been uh, 
stuck at home for since March, whatever. I mean, she's taken them out on like a, on like a road trip to go to the Publix or something. That was like the biggest thing. Yeah. <laughs> that they, did. They, were, they were really happy just to go to Publix. It was, yeah. Uh, it was a moment of like euphoria for them. They were like, dad, we went to Publix with mom. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. So <laughs> you yeah. got to go on a little field trip. Uh, that's so, a little, little wins, right? Little wins. That, right? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I get it. She's mom. So she's mama bear. Her job is to protect her. For sure. Her mom, right. So, um, you know, some, you know, some are, are less aggressive about it than others, but she's definitely not one of those but man so first of all uh i mean i guess let's start with the transition your first year at virginia tech uh you get to come under your old coach uh jared frere and um man what, what did it mean to get to that program to be back kind of reunited reunited with your buddy and uh and, and what what have you brought to the program and how how can your mentality and what you're doing help to help develop the program yeah no yeah my chance yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My transition's been good. Um, you know, Jared, you know, we had been in a couple different places. Jared's been in a couple different places. Um, you know, being Oklahoma, Northwestern, and now I'm at Virginia Tech. Um, he kind of called me on the phone and was like, this place is, is like no other, you know, and it, it really is special. And I was kind of talking to him about it and I'm like, you know, okay. You know, everybody says that about, you know, there's certain places. And, and then I came down and, and, and visited and I talked to a couple people and I was like, yeah, this is different. I need to get here. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's something special and it, it's, it's been good. Um, you know, the transition has been easy between, you know, me myself, you know, coach Roby, coach Freyer, um, coach hot, you know, it's, it's been really easy transition. You know, they, we have very, you know, kind of like-minded as a staff and, and we all communicate really well, which I think is important, you know, and, and me being new, that was, you know, kind of adjusting. I had to get to know everybody again and even getting to know Jared again and, and really, uh, you know, getting comfortable with everybody. I, I think took a little time like it always does. And then once, you know, we were hitting probably mid stride or the end of the year, I felt like we all were, you know, hundred percent, you know, same mindset, same attitude about things. And, and you really do pick out some of those similarities too, that you already have. Right. I mean, I was with coach Freyer for a couple of years and there was things that he had taught me that I'm, you know, preaching to our guys now at Virginia Tech and it's, you know, four or five years later, if not longer, you know, so it's all the same, you know, it's just new programs, new guys, new, you know, new area, but um, it's been good, you know, as far as just, you know, they, they love wrestling. So anybody that loves wrestling is, is good in my book. It was, it was an easy transition. I was talking to coach Roby on the phone when he kind of asked me about the job originally and I was going down to Kansas city and, kind of looked at my wife and I was like, what do you think about Virginia? And we were just kind of like, Oh, you know, I don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll test it out. And then it wasn't too long after that. I was calling coach Roby. I was like, I need to get down there and, and I want to take the job. So no, <laughs> I was, think that's what, that's what happened to Frere too. Yeah. He said, I just, I went and visited and I was like, wow, yeah, this is it's where I want to be. I've, I've heard it's beautiful up there. I mean, yeah, obviously. And I, and I, Frere and I talked about it. We're, you know, we're hurricane fans, you know, so it's tough for yeah. him to be in Blacksburg, <laughs> but uh, yeah. he said, there's nothing like the, uh, under the lights at that stadium up there. It's pretty dope. Uh, he said, and, uh, really, really cool. Yeah. It seems like that whole Virginia seems cool. I had um, the Virginia coach on too. And I mean, yeah. the same thing about just that state is just, it's very welcoming. 
Yeah, it is. Yeah. And they, they made that transition for me really easy for me and my wife. Um, she's a nurse, so she got a job pretty quick here and, and really likes her job here too, as well. So makes it easy when everybody's happy, you know, and, and everything's going, going in that, that direction. So. Sure. Does, uh, does she get in the room and help you coach at all or roll with the guys a little bit? Um, for those that don't know, his wife yeah. wrestled at uh, Oklahoma city. So yep. uh, it's kind of tough being in the house because uh, she'll roll <laughs> too. She'll be like, okay, wait a second. Let's do, <laughs> let's do seven minutes to see who does the dishes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I try to, to avoid those battles. She can beat me up. I got to be careful. Um, but no, it was, uh, it, it's good. It's good. She understands the sport, right? I mean, she knows what it takes. She's a two-time All-American in college and, and she understands, you know, what, you know, what I have to go through on a daily basis, you know, or some days I'm leaving at 6.30 in the morning or seven and I won't get home till five at night, you know, after practice and stuff. So she understands that and, and really, you know, we, we do well as, as far as, you know, she probably loves it just as much, if not more than I do. So she's, she's really involved with the guys and, and really um, understands what they go through as well. And, and, and actually probably helps them and, and tells them sometimes if they don't wrestle well, she'll let them know and, and be like, you guys need to pick it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and that's gotta be cool. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And, and, and I think it's a, it's a family environment here, but it's definitely for, you know, the, the wrestling, my, I mean, we're, we're a wrestling family, right. You know, my kids probably one day are going to want to wrestle <laughs> right. mom and dad did. So it, uh, it's getting to be that, that it's a whole family environment and she's invested just like I am in the Virginia tech program and, and was when I was at Northwestern, but she's, she's invested now and she comes to NCAAs every year and, and watches me coach and watches the guy compete. So it's, it's definitely a, a family environment, which is, which is always good. So. Yeah. It's, it's gotta be cool. I, I talked to um, coach, coach Rochelle over at UTC. Yep. yep. And, uh, you know, he's got his wife who did, who grew up in wrestling and his twin brother and his dad. So yeah. Bringing, you know, the, the guys, when you talk to the kids, it's like, wow, yeah, that coach, you know, like probably coach Brewer, I get the whole family. I don't just get coach Brewer. So yeah, um, absolutely. It's nice. Cause you know, these kids need a mom figure too sometimes when they're at college and it's, it's good to have uh, somebody that can say, Hey, I'll cook you a hot meal. I know you've had a bad week at school. Yeah. Yeah. The house yeah. And we'll yeah. watch a movie or something. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. We have the guys over uh, for the most part. We've, we've had them over depending on the week, you know, maybe two or three times a week if, if it's doable for everybody, you know, and, and so it's, uh, it's been good. Those guys, the transition, you know, especially the young freshmen that's, it's a big thing being away from home and, and going to school somewhere else. And most, even if they're from Virginia or close, it's, it's just good to get them around a home environment. So. Well, and uh, if I totally destroy this name, forgive me, but um, how good is Mika? Is it Mika Faxon? Mika, Mike, uh, no. Uh, Kai. Makai. Makai Lewis. Yep. yep. Yeah. I was totally going to ruin that name. <laughs> Makai Lewis. Sorry, yeah, Makai. You're welcome on the show anytime, by the way, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, destroyed your, I think I had a kid on named Mika Faxon and he's he's a cool kid he had um he wrestled for four years in high school with uh clubbed foot oh wow so it was a pretty dope story but I think yeah. I had Mika and Mike uh, yeah so Makai yeah. sorry Makai <laughs> <laughs> no worries I even think I had to ask it after I 
even even watching him at nationals the one year i had to i had to figure it out just to, just to make sure what it was so i didn't script the pronunciation anyways uh, how good is that kid? very very good <laughs> there's there's guys that are good and, and and he's elite right now and he he's in a you know kind of a class of his own winning nationals as a freshman is is a big deal and you know and you know we we hoped for him and and i had been around him for this year you know he was olympic red shirt and 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 uh, been around him for a year, very quiet, you know, very to himself. But but when it comes to wrestling, he he scraps, and that's that's the biggest thing. He leads kind of by example, um, and and I think, you know, hopefully this year he becomes more of a vocal leader because you know that's what we need in in some aspects. So, um, but really great kid, works extremely hard, and and I I think you know I can say it for the other guys that he wrestles. He's very tough to take down, <laughs> very. <laughs> Hard to take down. His NCAA finals match was pretty impressive. You get a, you know, two-time national champ who just about takes everybody down and has, you know, kind of ruled the weight class for two years. And Makai kind of came through and and really put people on notice to how good he really was and how good he could be. So um, we hope that that that's not the ceiling for him. That he's got a lot more in stake, and I think he does because of the way he works. Um, but you know, he's going to get everybody's best now, and 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 a lot of good guys are going to are going to wrestle hard against him now. So yeah, I think he's, he'll got, rise. he's got video, right? He's got video to coach him now. And uh, I was, I was going to ask um, what, uh, oh yeah, well, whatever. I was going to ask something else, but I forget, but <laughs> no. sorry. Uh, hey, your boy, BB Brewer is an amazing coach, athlete and person, but he needs to work on his giant Jenga skills. <laughs> <laughs> Very good point. We uh best at giant Jenga. I played a couple of times and uh yeah, we had a good time. We went out and did that. That was a lot of fun. But yeah, I'm not the best. I need to work on it. He's right, I do need to work on it. <laughs> my uh so my my sister in law and brother in law are partners in a brewery down in St. Pete. Okay. Um they've been open like five or six years now, but for like the first two years or three years, maybe uh-huh. three years, they had a giant Jenga outside. But like yeah. every every five minutes boom boom like you just hear this loud and people pick it up so one day she was like i'm just gonna hide this thing and tell people that got stolen or something. <laughs> 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 so there's no more giant jenga at st pete brewing company uh, it's uh, done only a couple thousand people hear me say that so right he's really watching <laughs> so that's funny man yeah, isn't Mika like the first to do something? I thought I read something that he was. I mean, he's he, in. Yeah, so he, company. Yeah, so he's the first national champ in Virginia Tech program history. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I, is, I thought I read that. <laughs> yeah, and they've had a couple finalists over the years that have gotten close. Devin Carter made it to the finals against Logan Stevert, and then um, Jared Hot a couple of years ago was in the finals as well. So they're right on the cusp of, you know making it I should say and then Makai kind of got the Virginia Tech program over the hump now to where now we think that there's you know hopefully multiples every year that we can we can put in the finals so yeah man good for him and and uh yeah oh god willing we get through this and he gets another uh what he could possibly have four more shots right it's three three more shots yep yeah because the Olympic registered last year so um didn't wrestle just was trying to make the Olympic team and then that kind of fell through as well um, with the pandemic, but yeah, he'll have, he'll have three more shots. Yep. What do you think about, uh, and I didn't write this down, but when, when you just said that, it, it triggered me. Um, I think I read where 
uh, one of the coaches is going to like redshirt all his top athletes this year because of where this might go just to hold them back so they don't lose eligibility. Is that something that you're hearing around the nation or? Um, I, I don't think so. Um, as far, as far as now, I don't know what some coaches are going to do other than, you know, what, what we're planning on doing, but, um, you know, we, we plan on, you know, the season going on right now until we can hear anything else. Um, and then, you know, as far as season not happening and eligibility, I would hope, you know, and, and I say hope because, you know, the NCAA, I feel like would, would owe it to them, but would give them that year back, right? If we don't have a season or something doesn't happen, those guys get that year of eligibility back. Um, I know they did that with baseball and a couple other sports last year that didn't get to go in the spring. So that, that would be our hope um, that they would give them that year back, you know, just for everybody's sake, you know, that there was no season or if there was no season, um, hopefully they would get that year back. I think, you know, the reason we didn't get it last year is because we were through 95% of our season. So yeah, it was tournament. Not, just the yeah. biggest tournament, but it was just one. Yeah. Tournament, so it was hard yeah. to say. The week away. It's a huge deal for us, obviously, but they look at it as you, well, you guys got to have basically the whole year. So, um, which we did in a way. So um, I, I could see that, but yeah, that's, like I said, we, we, we haven't changed our adjustment to what's going to happen right now. Cause we really just don't know um, until we can hear anything else. But yeah, I think just planning on these guys having a season, you know, for right now. And then, um, you know, some kids are going to register, obviously that are freshmen coming in and things like that. And maybe, you know, other guys could register possibly through the year if, if, if it gets to that. But, um, yeah, the plan is for right now is to go. And then, like I said, if there was no season, hopefully they can give those guys a year back. So. Yeah, play it by ear. Well, I know um, you spent the last three years over at Northwestern. Uh, yeah. No. So, first of all, uh, we got a Florida kid there in Mike D'Augustino. And uh, he had a, a really good freshman year. And um, what's the uh, – uh, what's the future look for him? How, how good is he? How great can he be? Um, what direction do you think he's, he's going in a good Florida kid, Florida wrestling family? Yeah, no. Yeah. I, I loved working with Mike when I was there. Um, we got a year together when I was, we overlapped and um, you know, he's a great kid and he, and he wants to learn and he wants to be really good. I think that's, that's part of what, you know, guys, you know, maybe say it, you know, kind of want it. You can really tell in his matches that, that he does want to be really elite and, and really good. And I, I think the ceiling is, is high for Mike. Um, he's got good coaching staff at Northwestern. When I, I had left, those guys are, are really good friends of mine and, and they're doing a really good job building that program back to, you know, in the, a, a powerhouse in the big 10 um, for sure. So uh, I'm excited for Mike and his, his future. Um, you know, I, I actually saw him at the Midlands tournament this year when I was coaching up there and we had talked for a little bit. And like I said, he's, he's a really great kid. And, and I know that, you know, he, he wanted me to stay really bad when I was there and, and we kind of had a conversation about it, but I, like I said, I know he's in good hands and, and the ceiling for him is, is high. He, he could be as good as he wants to be, you know, cause that's, that's what kind of talent he does have. So. Yeah. And you got another Florida kid coming to Northwestern, right. From, uh, or going to Northwestern from American heritage. I think he was. Uh... Yeah. Frankie Tal, Talashar. Talashar. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Another Florida kid come in there, and that that should really help that program. But uh, you spent a couple of years, and, and things I read was was uh, you really spent a lot of time with Seabass and just kind of being there side by side, mentoring him for the last two years. And uh, uh, it, it, he was he's obviously been very successful. Um, you know, what is that friendship or that mentorship or that coach 
wrestler kind of meant to you and um, what's your opinion on, on the future at Rutgers? Yeah, I, uh, you know, me, me and him were pretty close. Um, I, I developed a relationship with those guys. That's kind of my coaching style in a way, you know, I, I got to develop these guys. I got to get to know them, you know, on, on a personal level for the most part. So I know how they are, you know, a lot of coaches, some coaches aren't like that. They want to kind of keep their distance and just coach and, and that's what it is. But, but I want to have something that's, that's long lasting if I can, you know, that's, that's the goal is to have these guys around me for, for a long time and, and me develop from them. And then, you know, I learned a lot from Sebastian as well. You know, he was a really talented kid. Um, so, you know, he's another one, the ceiling is high, you know, he's been really good. He was basically, he was the number one seed last year and then the tournament, you know, got canceled. And I think he would have, you know, made a real run for another title run. You know, my last year there, he, he was in the semifinals and got beat um, as the number one seed. So uh, that one still haunts me to this day a little bit, <laughs> as a coach. Uh, but it's, it was good to see him compete at a high level. You know, he was a one time New Jersey state champ, you know, he was, not a lot of people probably believed in him in, in a way. I think he was like 70 something overall recruit out of all weight classes. So he wasn't real high on that aspect. And then, you know, transition, he's, he's beaten Spencer Lee for the big 10 title. He's, he's the number one seed in the tournament. You know, he, he's really successful kind of on, on, on the college level because of his mindset and, and he was willing to learn and work. And so it's, it's been really, really good. Tough, tough not being around him last year, but it was, it was good to watch him compete and, and watch him have a lot of success. Um, just shows that the coaching staff there, Andrew Howe and, and the guys that I was with, they, they really took him and, and, and made him elite, I think, in, in a way that, you know, I, I think he was pretty good when I was, you know, with him, but Andrew and those guys, you know, took over and, and really helped him a lot and, and got him to where he is now, you know, as far as, um, you know, him going to Rutgers, you know, I, I wanted to see him finish out at Northwestern for, for those guys, but, uh, you know, and, and I had had a conversation with him a little bit, you know, whether he was going to come to Virginia Tech or not. And um, it just seemed like he wanted to be home, you know, and he, he's a big New Jersey guy and, and they, that program fits him, you know, for, for that model. And, and I was happy, whatever he wanted to do, I wasn't going to pressure him into any situation. And Could you imagine you You'd be a Virginia Tech legend if you were to lord him there, huh? <laughs> yeah. See back to the ACC. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, but yeah, he's he's a stud, and and I'm sure they'll they'll do good things with him there at Rutgers as well. So. Yeah, I I, um, I had uh, one of the old Northwestern coaches on here. He's the uh, the recruiter now throughout the country. Um, oh, Drew Perry. Periano, yeah, and uh, I always I, I I have his name in my head, but I never want to screw it up. So I think I'm like Paladino Periano, and I get it yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, I'm terrible. I'm killing these names today, but uh, <laughs> yeah, he had sent me. You know, I had him on, and then he messaged me Seabass's number, and um, and I've texted him a few times to try to get him on, but uh, he's hasn't come on. But he it seems like he's had a little excitement. So. Yeah. <laughs> but I was messaging him prior to any of this happening, you know, like uh, uh, yeah. I had no idea about any of this. Now, when it happened, I messaged him. I'm like, Hey, you don't know me, but congratulations. And, yeah. And it was cool. Hey, so your time at Norman, man, uh, what, what made, what made Norman Oklahoma the place for you? And, uh, and obviously you kicked ass while you were there and, and, and uh, do you still stay in touch with those guys? And uh, is it, is it a place you still go and visit when you can? 
Yeah. Yeah. I've been a couple of times when I was training for, uh, the U S open, um, this last year, um, I was, I was there training with, with one of my old coaches and, and, uh, and in Oklahoma, it was good to be around him for a week again and kind of just get that feeling of being back in Norman. It was, it was cool. I, I appreciate, you know, those guys for everything they did, you know, to get me there. I only really had, um, I thought I was a pretty good high school wrestler. I probably wasn't, you know, the top of the top. Um, but uh, they got me to go, you know, it was between them and Missouri and, um, you know, being a Missouri guy, that was kind of tough, but, you know, it seemed like there was something different there about Norman that I just liked and connected with and still pretty close to home. So it wasn't, it wasn't too far away. Um, but yeah, I had, I had a good time there and, and it was a good place, you know, as far as a big, you know, powerhouse football team, that was always pretty cool going to those football games. They, they crushed a lot of people. So it <laughs> <laughs> had to be uh... Yeah, yeah, I don't think you were going to get that at Missouri. No, no, not right. Uh, not right now. They were in the Big 12. They were pretty good. But they, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and now you're with the big boys. So uh, it's it's different, different kind of football down there. But um, but yeah, it was it was good. I really enjoyed my time in Oklahoma and, and, and tried to make the most of it when I when I was there. So and um, what did that uh, what did getting that NCAA championship do uh, for for I guess for the history of Cody Brewer? Yeah, I think, you know, I, it, it was just different, you know, I, one of those feelings that it, it kind of went by really quick. And by the end of it, I was like, Oh my gosh, I just won nationals, you know, and you're, you're thinking about it. And I'd been dreaming about that since, since I was probably a kid, you know, that I watched it on TV on ESPN. And I was like, I want to be there one day. I want to be on that stage and wrestle in front of those people. And then all of a sudden I'm there, you know, I'm the guy on ESPN and, and that's pretty cool, you know, to look back on now. Um, but yeah, I think more than anything, it helped the program. You know, I, I was, it was awesome for me and it was an individual thing at the time, but it helped our team and it helped the program get back on the map a little bit. You know, we had three, three finalists in the five years I was there and they were all really elite guys and really good. You know, Kendrick Maple had won it two years before. Um, and then Andrew Howe was in the finals the year before that I was. Um, and he ended up taking second, but, you know, extremely big for our program to have three finalists in three years. Um, so really made a difference for, for the program and, and, and for the University of Oklahoma. So yeah, I mean, And talk a little bit about that environment. I've had a, a few people on that have gotten to go to the Nationals as well. And they said, man, that first time walking into NCAAs was just the crowd, the noise, the, the, the countdown of the clock just everything was different. Yeah. It's, it's a special thing. Right. And that's, I think that's why the pandemic just, just crushed people so much of not having that, that tournament again, because you, you really do realize how special it is. And, you know, our season is, as a whole is big, but really comes down to those three days. Right. I mean, it's who can be the best on those three days um, at the tournament. And I think that's what makes the sport so great. Right. It, it doesn't matter if you were, you know, you know, last seed, first seed, middle of the road, it's, I got to be the best on the, on the three days I'm there. You know, I remember my first match still to this day as a freshman and I ended up scoring like 20 points or something. And I wrestled really well, but for the whole first part of it, I thought I was going to throw up, you know, it's just the nerves and just being in that moment. Like I'm here, this is it, you know, this is what it all comes down to, you know? And so luckily I rose to the occasion first round uh, (laughs) and it was good and helped me kind of get on a roll um, you know, with the tournament, but, you know, I still remember, you know, I'm not, I'm not that far out, I should say, but I still remember every match and most of the scores and, 
how the takedowns were and how periods were and how matches were. I mean, it's just. Yeah, and, it, and you went four times, right? So yep, yep. The, was it the third, was it the third time when you won it? Yep. The third time. So I took oh. step seventh, eighth, and then first, and then my senior, I took third. Yeah. So it had to help having those two years of knowing yeah. what to expect when you get there. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of, you know, and my coach had kind of told me, you know, it's important to, to start, you know, early in these matches and really wrestle all the way through and try to score a lot of points. And so I think that was kind of my mentality in, in the first couple of matches and, you know, obviously the whole way through, but definitely in the first couple to, to try to get it rolling early and, and, and wrestle, you know, hard for, for those first couple of matches it makes a difference. So. Cool. Well, Hey man, this has been uh, awesome, man. I appreciate you talking with me. I got, I'll do my 10 questions with you and then, uh, I'll let you get back to uh, whatever it is you do. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. All right. So uh, Chicago pizza or Kansas City pizza? Uh, Chicago. Yeah. All right. The Reno or The Rock? Oh, The Rock. Evanston or Norman? I'm going to have to go Norman on that one. <laughs> uh, Iron Man or The Beast? Oh, Iron Man. Uh, Chicago dog or Chicago beef? I probably have Chicago dog. <laughs> the Virginia duels or the Disney duels? Never been to either one, so I'll go Virginia duels. <laughs> right. Well, maybe we'll do uh, the Farrell or the Schultz. Oh, that's a good one. I'll go. Day I'll go the Schultz. All right. Chiefs or Royals? Oh man, I'll go the Royals. <laughs> I'm actually, it's sad to say it, I'm actually a Raiders fan being from Kansas City. I know. And, you get, and you've got a team right now that's just incredible. I know. Well, they were never like that when I was a kid. So it yeah. would have been, uh, been nice then, but now, you know, they're crazy. <laughs> I, my nephews are going crazy. They're big Patrick Mahomes fans now. I'm like, this is nice for you guys. When I was a kid, they yeah. were terrible. I could imagine. I remember when uh, Andy Reid left Philly to go there and, um, or well, that was a big move. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, being a lifelong Eagles fan, it was nice to see. I thought Reed really deserved it. So good for him. Absolutely. Uh, more prestigious, Fargo or the 32? Um, I'll say Fargo. It's a pretty good tournament. All right. Pan Ams or Cadets? Mm, I think Cadets is, is hit by storm now. It seems like a big. Big event now, I should say. It's so also cadets. All right. And you've been in two barbecue parts of the country. So better barbecue, KC or Oklahoma? Oh, KC by far. They crush it. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's a lot better. No offense to the, the Norman and the Oklahoma faithful, but it, <laughs> it's Kansas City's just a different ball game. So that's what I hear. And, yeah. uh, but, uh, I hear Oklahoma isn't bad, but KC's like, next level it is it's really really good it's funny because there's a place in kansas city called oklahoma joe's and it's really good it's called oklahoma joe's <laughs> kind of funny how that works out. that's funny oh man this has been uh this has been amazing and uh, uh you do you usually check your instagram messenger yep yep all right i'll send you my cell phone on there so we can keep in touch and then awesome yep please feel free any of your virginia tech guys want to come on uh wrestlers or coaches or the guy that cleans the mats, whatever. They all come <laughs> on. 
and uh, that'll be fun. And anybody around the nation that that you know that like to come on, I'll, I'll share my link with you. And please feel free to invite them on. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, man, it was good talking to you. Thank you so much. You have a great day. Yep, you too.